Strengthening your faith in times of trial and struggle. Good morning, Christian America. I want to talk to you briefly today as we get ready to get into this weekend because it seems as if our economy might be going back into shutdown. Uh, there, there's more mandates that are coming. It seems like the, you know, the, the, the virus is coming back. And regardless of what you think of that, whether you believe it or not, whether what side of the aisle you're on, I don't, I'm more interested in that conversation about what good can come from quiet, what good can come from taking solace, what good can come from being intentional in your prayer life, through these times of trial, through these times of struggle? Where do we turn? How do we turn? And, and what are the great things, not just good, but the great things that God can bring out of tragedy? Let's talk about that briefly. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. If you support that effort to revitalize the Christian faith across this land, I'd ask that you share this video on your social media profile. I'd ask that you subscribe to this podcast, wherever it is that you're watching or listening to it. Help support the revitalization of the Christian faith. Friends, we need a revitalization of the Christian faith across this nation. What we've seen over the last few months, it's not even a few months, you know, the, the last year or so, 12 to 15 months, what we've seen is we've seen two diverging spiritual Americas. We've seen a, a, an America who falls victim to the circumstances around them, who becomes desperate and, and falls into despair. That despair and sometimes that anger that leads to despair leads that America towards escapism, escapism through alcohol, escapism through drugs, escapism through, you know, opioids, escape, escapism through a whole host of things that, uh, that, that are, that are just bad for us. They're bad for us, uh, intellectually, they're bad for us psychologically, they're bad for us physically. Uh, but all of that stems from what's bad for us spiritually. So when we fall into that depth of despair, when we when we seek to escape the world because of the, 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 the trials and the struggle that we go through, it leads us down a road that, that can be seemingly impossible to recover from. We, we believe that there is a recovery from that. But that recovery is only found in Jesus. The other road across uh, in, in this spiritual America that we've seen is we've seen a growth and a strength of the faith of the people who did not close their church doors, that have not given up hope in, in whom we should all hope, which is that hope in Christ, that have taken the opportunity through this time of trial, through this time of struggle, in order to gain spiritual strength within, to reacquaint ourselves with Scripture, to reacquaint ourselves with God Almighty. It's this America, it's this road that has led to a probably a smaller population within the faithful, but a stronger population 
nonetheless because their faith is strengthened because the more we look at scripture the more we know the truth the more that we read god's word the more that we are informed and educated and friends we can be inspired and hope filled because christ is with us anytime you read scripture at almost any point in this entire book you can find a people or a person that is struggling personally individually they're struggling as a community they're struggling as a country as a people as the 12 tribes of israel from from the israelites being oppressed in slavery throughout egypt through abraham and sarah being distraught that they won't have children and they they they're missing out on the promise of god that god gives them that he will that he will have an abundance of inheritance so much so that they would outnumber the stars of the sky we read about daniel in the lion's den thrown there by a king because he wouldn't pray or he wouldn't stop praying to god we we read about shadrach meshach and abednego who refused to bow down to the statue of nebuchadnezzar and they are thrown in a fire we read about countless lepers who are cleansed we read about countless people who have deformities that are healed we read about thousands that are hungry that are fed when Jesus performs miracles and multiplies the the fish and the food in order to feed the people we read about the miracle that even as Stephen is being stoned and killed and martyred from that very inception he's able to relate to us his vision of Jesus standing at the right hand of the of God the Father It's through the persecution of Saul that we are revealed the 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 wisdom, the knowledge of the apostle who would become later known as Paul. It's through all the foolishness of the apostles that when the spirit comes to them in their time of fear and their time of struggle gives them strength and courage and wisdom and guidance to go out into the county into the city square and preach the name of Jesus against the entire religious leadership who ban it but they refuse to be quiet what am i trying to 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 get to you guys today is that regardless of what is about to take place in the world regardless if the if lockdowns come back and shutdowns reoccur no matter what happens i'm asking you to not lose faith because what history has shown us what scripture tells us what we can witness to in our own lives that if we look back in time where the outcomes that we wanted didn't happen and what ended up happening was better than what we had thought in the first place everyone has multiple stories not one story two stories three stories everyone has multiple stories about something in their past that they thought they wanted. And when that thing didn't happen, they felt terrible. 
they lost faith. Some people fall, fell into depression. They got angry. They got bitter. They turned from the faith. They cursed God. All of these things happen to everyone. But those same people will come to you today and say that that failure, that firing, that uh, rejection was the best thing that ever happened to them because now they have a life much better than they had ever thought. I'm saying this to you today, friends, because we must keep faith. And regardless of what happens in the next few weeks, in the next few months, and no one knows exactly what that will entail. But honestly, it shouldn't matter because we have hope. As Christians, we have hope in the glory of the Son of Man. We have hope in Jesus Christ. And no matter what suffering comes our way, no matter what oppression comes our way, we still hope in Christ. We cannot pass on our hope somewhere else. We can't outsource it to someone else. We must keep it and strengthen it within us within ourselves individually and within our families and our communities and our church communities. Don't let the world make you despair. Paul says in Romans that we glory in our sufferings. So let's glory in our sufferings. He doesn't just say that to be eloquent. He's got a point to that phrase because it continues. It says we glory in our sufferings because suffering produces perseverance so that we can persevere as the ancient Israelites persevered as the early Christians persevered as we must persevere today and that perseverance builds character it makes us who we are it shapes us into better people not for the world but for God and that in that character with that perseverance we have hope we have hope in Christ. We have hope in the only one worth hoping in. We can't rely on humanity. We can't lie, rely on our leaders because they'll all fail because they're all imperfect. We must hope in Christ because he is perfect. He's with us today. He's guiding us today. And no amount of trial or struggle or obstacle he can't turn to his good I ask that you think on what scripture says I ask that you think on these words today because the next few weeks next few days next few months might get difficult and what we can't do is we can't despair we can't escape. We must use this time as an opportunity to refocus ourselves, recenter ourselves with our friends, with our families, with our communities. We need to rebuild our communities. We need to revitalize our faith. If that means the numbers dwindle, but the people that are that are that are staying, the people in the community, the people who call themselves Christians, the people who show up on Sunday mornings, they show up to volunteer, they show up to feed the poor, they show up to visit prisoners, they show up to help the community, then that's a good thing. 
There's an old saying, he said, I'd rather have five lions than 500 lambs. Think of that as our church. We need lions in the church. People who have unshakable faith. People who show up every time and encourage other people to show up as well. Again, if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do here, we ask that you, that you share this on your, show, so on your social media profile. We ask that you subscribe to this podcast or this YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. We're on the Rumble platform as well. So if, you, if you're on Rumble, subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America Rumble channel. Um, we're on Parlor, so follow us there. We're on Twitter, follow us there. We're on Instagram, you can follow us there too. Um, again, this is solely dedicated to revitalizing the Christian faith across this nation. We wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't necessary. If, and, and if you're a Christian, if you follow this podcast, if you've seen some of these messages, these videos before, you know. And if you have eyes and you have ears, you know that this country is in desperate need of a revitalized Christian faith. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.